Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're giving you our Players We Love list for 2021. We each got five guys that we love for this year. Some of these names, if you've been listening to the show, in these last few months, they're pro- not everyone's going to surprise you, I would say. So we'll go over some of those. Before we do that, though, I just wanted to talk about our last um, episode we did, the Do Not Draft episode. And I, I posted a graphic on Instagram, Jeff, of this. And we you know, we had put some names on there that you know, maybe we thought might be a little controversial in a way. Like Saquon, a little worried about that. Alvin Kamara, a little worried about that. Maybe Mike Evans ah, might get some hate. No. No, 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 no. Terry McLaurin and Miles Gaskin have got us. So people hate us, basically, at this point. I mean, I, I do hate you for the McLaurin pick, too. So I get these people. Like, I get it. But I, I do not get it. They, um, I did not know Terry I mean, McLaurin was America's sweetheart. I did not I, know that I at mean, all. I just, it was, it was just kind of crazy. There was, a, there was one, um, I don't know, one. I have, like, a whole, like, list here. Jeff shouldn't be a fantasy analyst. These are horrible. Jeff, dumb ASSB. Are these guys smoking crack? Jeff sounds like an effing idiot and should consider doing something other than fantasy football analysis. I mean, you know, pretty tame stuff, but <laughs> right? that's just some. That's just a, that's just yeah. a sampling. If you want to see more, go to Instagram.com/slash fantasy football profit. You will see. I mean, a lot more. A lot more. You got the McLaurin hate. People. I got the Miles Gaskin hate. That was the one that surprised me more than anything. Tony, Miles Gaskin is not good. And I, he's average. That's the weirdest part. Saquon or Kamara, especially on there, when when there's little context, I, I expected a few people to flip out over that. I did not think anyone would take like Miles Gaskin love. Because when I said Miles Gaskin, you kind of laugh like, who cares? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh. No, people care. Yeah, they do a lot. <laughs> so, hey. and then Terry McLaurin is, I, I, man, I, I, I'm not with you. No, I know. I, I realize, like, yeah, you're distancing yourself from me right now. I, I, I might have made it. I might I'm have, so surprised I, maybe by a couple that. Maybe those were my burner accounts. Because I mean, I get why he is, I guess, ranked that high because everyone thinks that highly of him now. But I'm, I'm very surprised. Like, and I, to their defense or whatever, there's little, you know, little to talk about. It's kind of like, hey, these are the people that I wouldn't draft. So when you put those names on there, I'm sure it's shocking. And I do wonder if people would be like, oh, he's ranked the ninth overall wide receiver. I, I still don't think so from what they were saying. People love Terry McLaurin. So, and he also caught a few balls today. So we'll see if the love grows, but that's only going to make my case stronger. So that is crazy. One final McLaurin comment came in tonight from Waltz, JA6, and he said, uh, McLaurin looked great tonight. Tell Jeff to suck a lemon. Okay. I was like, what do you have two catches? <laughs> hey, it's all good. It's all good. I'll take it. I'll, you know, oh, no, 100%. I stand by it. I mean, it's, oh, you know, it's I, funny to see what people well, react. The funny to. thing is, I didn't even like put James Robinson on that list. It really should have been just like the James Robinson do not draft list because he's like the guy. I didn't even have to put his name right, on it. Right. It's like so what it's named after. Him. I actually got some James Robinson hate on my rankings list because I didn't put him in my top twenty-six. Really? I'm not, I'm not putting him in my top thirty-six. No, he's lucky to make my top forty-six. <laughs> no, it's just being mean. It's all good. All right, but now away from the hate. These are players we love. We have five each. I'm going to get hate over these ones too. I Let's do it. <laughs> five to one. Let's go. What's your five? Number five. Number five. We've talked about him before. He is going to be a rookie. He's going to be playing for Jacksonville. He is Travis Etienne. 
I really, really like this guy. I think people have um, are, are underappreciating right now, and I get it. He's a rookie coming into a new system, new coach, all of that. But they took him in the first round, just to reiterate. He has played with their now, you know, all their models in one basket of Trevor Lawrence. So I, I really like him. And once again, uh, Robinson is the only guy there last year. He did good. He did well. So people are going to say, you know, ETN, maybe he splits time with him. I think ETN by the end of the year, especially, is going to be the primary back. You look at the numbers from college and they are spectacular. Um, you know, even freshman year, he only had 107 attempts, but he averaged 7.2 yards per carry with 13 touchdowns. Uh, 2018, his sophomore season, he went off uh, 1,658 yards, 8.1 yards on average, 24 touchdowns. Crazy. Next year follows it up with another amazing outing, 1,614 yards, 7.8 per clip, 19 touchdowns. And last year with, uh, you know, only 12 games compared to like 15, he had 914 yards, 5.4 yards per clip, which is a little bit down in 14 touchdowns, but he was asked to do a few other things. Obviously, they were good all four years he was there, Trevor Lawrence as well, so I think this guy's the real deal. I think he's going to do very, very well there for Urban Meyer. So he's my number five. He's my number five as well. Oh, awesome. So, Actually, we probably will. Yeah, they're going to have some overlap. Yeah, we're going to butt up. Um, it's just, hey, you know what? This is the way it works this year. There's some guys we were like. Do you have anything to add? So I was, I actually was reading this article the other day about ETN and about James Robinson. And just, it actually, you know, I was like, okay, this actually makes sense how they could use these guys. Cause, okay. James Robinson's going to be used. I'm not saying he's not going to. He's obviously going to be used, right? It's going to happen. Yes. And they were saying maybe they're going to use him more as like Alvin Kamara, James, um, Latavius Murray type, where ETN's the Kamara and James Robinson's Latavius Murray, which I get. that I could see that. I could see a scenario where that kind of workload happens. Okay, yes, but that's like the poor man's version of both. First of all, I'm right. not saying ETN no, no, is him. Like, and I'm also not saying that I think Latavius Murray is a much better so thing, back. Than, I think Kamara's a lot better than ETN right now, but I think Murray's better than Robinson. Yeah, 100%. So, but it's like in, a, in a similar way where Murray's always playing. Murray plays. I think Robinson will play. He's going to play, but ETN is the guy. He's the talented one there for sure. Yeah. And, well, and look much where, more and look where you draft those two players as well. Yeah, yeah it's... I'm just on board with ETN. I mean, they don't go, you don't go draft a running back in the first round not to play him. It just doesn't. I mean, I won't say it never happens. Um, we did see the Seahawks draft Rashad Penny a couple years ago, and he just couldn't beat out Chris Carson. I, didn't he get hurt his he, rookie he, or two? Well, yeah, and he just, and it just never, you know what? And then before his injury, I feel like he was finally starting to show something. So, right. But either way, it doesn't also, happen a yeah, lot. Yeah. It doesn't happen a lot. Typically, if it's a first-round running back, they're there for a reason. Like, you don't draft first-round running backs anymore that often. It doesn't, it doesn't happen. No. So when you do, you're you you're going to play him, I would think. So ETN, for sure, number five for me as well. So, all right. All no, right. Number four. Let's see how many of these we got uh, in Yeah. Uh, number four, uh, I'm going with a wide receiver, T. Higgins. And uh, if you've listened to me, I have talked about him quite a bit. But the thing I love about him so much is he's being overlooked. Uh, everyone is kind of talking about Burrow, what he's going to look like coming – off of that injury, he looked very promising, which I, I very much need, obviously, with uh, T. Higgins, all the wide receivers there. And then they draft Chase. And he, tell the truth, he he did take a year off. We don't really know what he's going to look like. I'm assuming he's going to be good. If he's not, this pick of T. Higgins is even more in my love category. But um, he did wonderful in his rookie season. And uh, he only had Burrow for, you know, the first how many games? So he was playing with a backup that I, I can't even think of at the moment. He still was able to pull in 
67 receptions for 908 yards and six touchdowns as a rookie. Uh, he was learning. He's 6'4", 216 pounds. He should be used in the red zone. He showed everything I needed to see in his rookie year. Um, he was a very highly, uh, you know, kind of acclaimed wide receiver coming mm-hmm. out of Clemson back in the day, only two years ago. Um, but they were worried that maybe it doesn't translate to the NFL game. It absolutely does. And he outshined Tyler Boyd in my, uh, you know, the, right. my estimation. Yeah. Um, so I, I and, really, really like him, and I think that he's going to get over 100 targets. I think with Burrow there the whole year, hopefully, his percentage of catches will actually go up, and I think his TDs go up as well to, we'll even just say eight. I don't think that's crazy at all. So I really, really like him, and especially where you can get him right now, which is wide receiver 24. Not bad. Jamar Chase doesn't scare you off. No, it doesn't. It doesn't Actually, I think it kind of helps. Yeah, I don't think. I don't. E- think either he's good and he takes pressure off of him, or he's bad and then T. Higgins is the number one. So yeah, I don't. I don't think it's. I'm not worried about that it, either. I it, like Higgins. Yeah, and to be fair too, he has a he has a year under his belt with Burrow, at least a certain amount of games. Yep. And Chase, obviously, he's played with him too, but that was a a few years ago now. So. All right. No, I like I like Higgins. I've actually got him in a few few drafts as I've been going along. He just seems to be there as a good like. Second or third receiver, depending on where. Sometimes you can get him as a third. That if you get him a third, you're feeling really good. Yeah, and let me say this too, uh, to preface it a little more. I, I didn't choose anyone that was like a top three guy. I could have. Yeah. Who doesn't love Mahomes? Who doesn't love you know? Right. So anyway, uh, all these guys. Like Etienne was 25th ranked running back. Mm-hmm. T Higgins is 24th. Anyway, who is your fourth? So my fourth. It's it's gonna be it's a similar type scenario. Second year receiver played with a um, backup quarterback for most of last year and played really well. So I'm going with Ceedee Lamb. At number at number four here, I mean, Dak only played a few games. It was Ceedee Lamb playing with Andy Dalton most of the year, and he caught seventy four balls for nine hundred and thirty five yards and five touchdowns playing with Andy Dalton. It will get the whole problem is Dak is hurt again. He's getting an MRI. I'm a little. That's my part where I'm like, ooh, Dak better be there. That's my that's the concern. If Dak's there, I feel great. I feel great about this. I think Ceedee Lamb's going to make a big leap. Without Dak, I don't. Well, I he, feel, could, I, he could probably still put up very similar he numbers. He still will. He still will be fine. I just, I just want Dak to be there. Yeah, and he's also creeping up the the rankings as well. So yeah. if you get him, you, you do need him to perform. He's gone up. He's probably like thirteenth, fourteenth mm-hmm. now. He has gone up. So you have to get him. That's a, it's a wide receiver too. But I really, really think he's going to jump up. Except if Dak were to be hurt, this is my my one caveat here. He, they have a worse quarterback than Andy Dalton now as a backup. I'm pretty sure it's like uh, they have Garrett Gilbert. They have that, and they have Ben DiNucci who played a little bit too. Yeah, I'm guessing they probably go off and get someone again. I would, I would hope so. What's uh, no, funny about that too is uh, I didn't put Dak on the people I wouldn't draft because he was like the sixth yep. quarterback, and I could see a world where I would do it. Yep. But he was very close because I he scares the crap out of me, and I'm kind of surprised coming off an injury. Everyone is just giving the pass like. He's gonna be back. He's gonna do the same thing. He's not, you know, he's gonna be the same player he was before he got hurt. And even scarier, that was with his ankle, right, and that got just dislocated and broken. Mm-hmm. Nice. Now shoulder. his, yeah, now his arm, and it's not even like his, it, like I don't know what it is, but it's like, I don't know, it, it's a different one. Is it's not even like an elbow thing or, or something on the arm. It feels like it's a, a whole muscle category. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's a, it's a muscle strain. Say yeah, it's something. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, I, I think. You know, I don't know. They're waiting to do the MRI. I feel like if it was bad, they they would be doing it immediately. So I have a feeling maybe it, it sets him back a couple of games, but I think he'll play. I think so too. So if he does, I I really really like CD Lamb yeah. this year. CD Lamb, he's got 
an incredible amount of talent. So yeah. I, I like that pick. All right. Number three. Number three, uh, the only tight end that will show up for me, he is number seven currently. That is Dallas Goddard. I really, really like this guy. I think he has all the talent in the world. I think he surpassed Ertz finally on the depth chart who, that was really hindering him, holding him back. I think Hertz is good enough to make this happen, and I think Goddard is going to finally get to show the incredible range he has as a pass catcher for that Eagles offense, and they will need him because they have a bunch of young guys, young wide receivers around him. So I really like Dallas Goddard, and I like the fact that he's at, at number seven because tight end is extremely so, thin, and he's, yeah. he's a guy you can get, and you will enjoy him. The weird thing is Zach Ertz – doesn't seem to be going anywhere. It, no, I thought he was going to go it's, somewhere. It's but It's strange. It's strange. Yeah. But even with saying that, obviously you can see how this has been going. Goddard's been on his way up. Ertz has kind of been on his way down. He started to see it a couple of years ago, to be honest. I just remember this. It was, I feel like it was Thanksgiving, one of the Thanksgiving games. Maybe it was around there. And I had Ertz. So I remember this very clearly watching this game. And I'm like, every freaking pass is going to Dallas Goddard. Like, what is going on? You could just start to see it starting to go that way, right? And... I think it's going to continue. I like Goddard a lot, and you, it's with tight end. You, you're not like Goddard too. You're not get. You're not have to spend any draft capital on him. It's a, it's a later pick, and you know there's no worry there. So yeah, the Ertz thing's weird. I really thought Ertz wasn't going to be there. I feel like Ertz thought he wasn't going to be there. Yeah, I, I just don't think is. there was a, a big trade market for him. I thought, you know, I, I bet he he kind of predicted incorrectly. But even with him there, I, it does not change my outlook at all for Dallas Goddard. Yeah. All right, let's go to my number three. Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin, player I love. And a player I hate. Actually, I don't hate him. I just Ooh, wouldn't draft him. That's, that's harsh. Yeah, so I don't McLaurin, hate him at all. He's a very talented guy. He had a great year last year. 87 catches, 1,100 yards, four touchdowns. The funny, I always look at these numbers, and this is like with standard scoring. You look at the two, the difference between the year to year, and you're like, well, of course he has such a better year from 2019 to 2020. It was 58, 919, and 7 the first year. 87, 1,104. He finished like the exact same spot because of those touchdowns, and because it's not PPR. Because I don't, I don't really, I'm not going to get into that today. That's, a, that's <laughs> for another discussion. But 87 for 1100 yards, four touchdowns. Those touchdowns are going to go up. Those touchdowns are going to go up. Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be the best quarterback he's had, and that I mean that's. I'm not saying Ryan Fitzpatrick's amazing. He can he can make some fantasy receivers relevant, and I think you're going to see Terry McLaurin become a top ten. He would have been top ten last year if, he, if the touchdowns were there. He would have been. The touchdowns just weren't there. He's playing with nobody. He's playing with, yeah, we'll see. He's 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 gonna be up there. He finished twenty fourth both of his first two seasons. You know, back in wide receiver two, but you're gonna see him as a wide receiver one, top ten this year for sure. Terry McLaurin. Uh, I won't say for sure, but for he, sure. I, he, he does have the talent. I'll for give him that. Sure. All right, number two. Number two is gonna be my main man, <laughs> DeAndre Swift. I have talked about him a million times, but I mean it it. It is what it is. I mean, the guy is incredibly talented. They used a high draft pick on him. That uh, offensive line has got beefed up. They used their, you know, a, a top 10 pick on the, you know, on an offensive lineman. This is obviously the Detroit Lions. They shipped Stafford out. They will have to, like, be buoyed by the run, and he is the best running back they have on on the field, on their depth chart. And the not only can the guy run as he had 4.6 yards per clip last year and eight touchdowns 521 yards only off of 114 rushes but the guy can also catch the ball he had 46 receptions last year for 357 yards and two touchdowns adrian peterson is no longer there they finally pulled their head out of their butt they're gonna use him um he i, I just 
I don't know. You just look at this guy and I'm like, I'm, I for sure know he's going to do well as long as he stays healthy. And right now he's ranked as the 18th running back overall, which I think is unbelievably good value. I think so too. Um, he's my number two. Well, we're going to have the first <laughs> one or two, aren't we? Yeah. So some of the comments. So I, I, I did post this list early on Instagram the other day. So if you are following us on Instagram, you would have seen it. So Swift, some of the comments here from It's Your Boy Gino. I think you guys are a little too in love with Swift. Good talent, but it is Detroit after all. Oh, come on, man. He does have a point. <laughs> it is Detroit. Okay, but I, I've but never, okay. I'll i be honest. I've never really hyped up a Detroit player because no. I'm always down on them. Well, rock Rock Chalk Sports says, every, on the list, everybody but Swift. Don't trust running backs on bad teams with bad offensive lines. They don't have a bad offensive line. They don't. And I don't even. I don't even. I'm giving this. It's no, not proven yet. No, but I don't even. Go, I don't even buy the bad teams thing. Always, it doesn't always play out that way. Okay, everyone is in so in love with James Robinson, who was a top ten running back last year, on the worst team in the NFL. I mean, it's a great point. He was on the worst team. It's not about that. It, that that is just it's that's just not the case. Yeah, I mean, Jacobs has been very very solid for the Raiders. They haven't, they haven't been, been very good. good. Exactly. It's just that's not always how it plays out. Just because you're on a bad team doesn't necessarily mean you're automatically going to be bad. Yeah, I mean, and also look at well, nah, Joe Joe Mixon was a like a top ten back. Yeah, and he was on a bad team for many years. Team when he did that, but you can go you can go through the list. I bet you could find a bunch of guys like that who are just. I mean, look at Saquon. You right? think New York was right? anything special? Like, it, when it, he it happens. It happens. You can. That's it helps to be on a better team. Yes, it, obviously, but it's not just the deciding factor where you're just done. It's it's not. It's just yes. not at all. And Swift can catch the ball. There's that difference with yeah. Anthony Lynn as his offensive coordinator. You can hopefully they'll bring some of that how they use Eckler in the passing game. Get some. And Swift already was used in the passing game last year on a team that just was terribly coached. Yeah. So. I think this. I think this team's a better coach. I think Anthony Lynn's a good offensive coordinator. He's going to find a way to get Swift the ball. Don't worry about Jamal Williams either. No, it's, Jamal, I mean, it's great that he's on Jamal the team. Jamal Williams will play. All, like no one's really like other than at this point, who's James gonna, Robinson last year? Yeah, James Robinson last year, and like Derrick Henry, like right, yeah, like yeah. Derrick Henry. I mean, who else is? Because even like Delvin Cook gets you know um, taken out for Madison at times, not a lot, but at times. McCaffrey. McCaffrey. McCaffrey's about one of the... It's, Delvin Cook. I mean, De- first Cook, of all, those guys have a stranglehold on the position, yes. and they will get, I don't but know, there's what reason, is, 70% of the carries. That's the reason. They're our top three. Yeah. You know, everyone else was, you know, like, everyone else in this top. Aaron Jones is going to be... Have, it's not going to play all the time. A.J. Dillon's going to play. You know, because Jamal Williams did play with him. Everybody's going to have somebody else playing. Everybody. Don't worry about Jamal Williams that way. It's yeah. just the way the NFL is these days. It's just... It is. It is. Unless, basically, yeah, Derrick Henry, you know... And, but he doesn't catch the ball either. No, no. And um, Saquon, if he's healthy. Yeah. That, that, you know, he has to be healthy for that. But even, yeah, we'll see. But all right, Swift, number two. So number one, do you want to go ahead and so take number, the lead on this number one? Number one. I assume we have the same one. <laughs> yes, definitely we do. J.K. Dobbins, number one. Um, Yeah, I, did, I just love this. I, I love this player. I love the situation. Everything about it. I love the value you get him for. Because he's been going. I'm going to see this up-to-date rank. Um. I don't I get it's 15th, isn't it? Okay. That's great. That's great. I'm good with that. I don't understand. I mean, I, that's what I was just saying. Everybody's going to be, you know, taken out at times for somebody else. Like Gus Edwards is a thing. Sure. He is. Yes. But he's been a thing for a couple of years. Mark Ingram, 2019, Mark Ingram with 200 carries. That's all he had. 200 carries. Nothing crazy. 200 carries was a top 10 back. 
with Lamar Jackson, with Gus Edwards. What is the difference? What is the difference with J.K. Dobbins? Are the people that don't want J.K. Dobbins thinking that Gus Edwards is taking the Mark Ingram role? No way. He's not doing that. Look at what Dobbins did last year. He was what? A, a top 10 back in the second half of last season. He was 17th overall. 17th overall. And in the second half of last year, he was already a top 10 back. Already. So us ranking him like 11th, 12th, which is much higher than other people do, That is, it, nothing's crazy about that at all. You're getting a guy who already proved that he could be a running back one without all the workload. And yeah, 15th right now in the current like expert consensus ranks, if you pull him up. I I just, I don't see any way this doesn't work. He was great last year when he played. Lamar, I think, only helps him. Lamar Jackson runs the ball, right? Quite a bit. He, he, right? <laughs> <You> think? Right? <laughs> and the worry is, oh, he's going to take away all these carries. He's going to take away opportunities in the red zone. Does Lamar Jackson take away red zone opportunities on the ground? I don't really feel like that's where he gets his where he gets everything done. Well, I don't think so since Dobbins had nine rushing yes, touchdowns last exactly. year, and he was the number two back, if you even want to call him that. It's not like a Josh Allen, Cam Newton situation where you get down there and that's your main guy. That is not what Lamar Jackson is is going to do. That It's going to be Dobbins or if Edwards is in there, Edwards will get some, but Dobbins I think is going to be the main red zone threat. Without The goal line threat. It's going to be Dobbins. Lamar is going to get some. Of course he's going to get some. He's one. It, it's him or Vic for the best running quarterback I've ever seen, right? It's one of the two. And I'm just, yeah. but I'm not worried about you could, that. You could the, honestly put, I mean, I don't know why I'm arguing this, but yeah. that's not the topic, yeah. <laughs> whatever. But I was going to say RG3 for one year was right, pretty phenomenal. True, true. But Dobbins, I mean, you're you're getting Dobbins, I think, at a really good price. And he, I got him in a lot of drafts already. Oh, a yeah. A lot of drafts. Uh, and it, it's kind of, it's one of those things where, where we keep saying it, but if they don't get injured, like I, I can't see a world where Dobbins and Swift don't pay off. And Dobbins yeah. especially. And even more so, just to even take it to another level, I mean, the, the numbers he put up with Lamar last year, it, it's not like he's playing different snaps than Gus Edwards yeah. or Ingram was. And he was he had six yards per carry, which is very phenomenal in the NFL, 805 yards on only 134 rushes, nine touchdowns. He is going to be the primary guy. And even more so, it, it's scary to think that his, his ceiling could be even higher because they did not use him in the passing game at all. He only had 18 receptions for 120 mm-hmm. yards and no touchdowns. So you put all of that factoring it in, um, Ingram moving on, so it clears all of that up. But this is what we've also seen for, for a while. This is why J.K. Dobbins, we were so high on him as far as a dynasty draft last year, uh, even over Edwards Alaire and, and different guys like that. Um, Taylor, who yeah. obviously is a very wonderful running back as well. I really think this guy is going to be a, a game changer. I hope he realizes all of his talent this year. But if nothing else, I think he ends up as a, a back end running back one yep. that you're kind of like, I wish they would give him 50 more carries. Yep. I, I think that's his downside. I mean, it, it sounds crazy, but I really do. Well, and again, Gus Edwards is going to play. Don't think we're not saying Gus Edwards is going to play. He's going to get his 130, 140 They'll carries. Probably, well, not only will he play, but I'm sure there'll be one more guy well, that takes And the other guy would be 30, Justice Hill, carries. right? Yeah, He probably fine. gets a couple carries, but he's not going to get at a level where it's going to you know, be a detriment no. to Dobbins. They, last year, they had three running backs, well, and he did this. Well, and honestly, on the initial depth chart that Ravens threw out there, they they listed Dobbins and Edwards as their top running back. And that's but fine. That's fine. Gus Edwards is going to play a lot. Yes, I know this. I'm not worried about that. This team's going to run the ball more than any team in the NFL, and it's going to be effective. 
And Dobbins is really good. And he looked really good last year. What, six yards per carry? He looked good. He's going to be good. The whole, all the run, go snatch up Gus Edwards late too. I'm good with that. You know, I'm, if I an think injury that, occurs or yeah, something. I'm good with that. He if, if Gus Edwards had the opportunity, I think he'd actually be a really good running back. Yeah, I, th- I think you can grab him late and you can use him in the you the, could. the bye weeks. And especially with a longer year, too, it's not a bad thing to have these these no. backfields yeah. that utilize more than one guy. So, but, I, you know, it just that's the NFL of today. Yep. I think I just think Dobbins has the most upside of the players he's going around to. So I love getting Dobbins. So. Yeah. How, how many people did we cross over on? We we Dobbins together at number one, Swift together at number two, and uh, Etn at, Etn at, at number, number five. five. Which is yeah, that's which been, actually it's kind of funny that we both put them at number it's, five. It's uh we actually put those exactly the same yeah. spots. <laughs> so so Dallas Goddard, T Higgins, McLaurin, and um geez, I'm gonna forget CD Lamb. CD Lamb, yeah yeah. <laughs> so there we go. I like all those guys. All right, you know that's gonna do it for players. We love. We'll be back next week with some more for you. Talk to you guys then.